I'm Brian Tetta, executive producer of The View. It's Monday, and I'm here with Sarah Haynes. This is Behind the Table. Okay, it is a rainy Monday here in New York, but the skies are getting brighter because I am here with the lovely Sarah Haynes. Hello, Sarah. Did you write that? I just yourself? off the top of my head. There we go. Clearly, um, sunshine in a in, so, in human form. Yes, yes. Yeah. Thank you for having me. Yeah, you're welcome. It's been a while. It's um, been a long time. Thank you for having me. Yes. Well, <laughs> you know, we're concerned that the ratings drop, but we're we're gonna try to get like you in more regularly. The crappy like backup girlfriend. Like no, you get everyone on, and then you're like, we've gone down the list. No one else can do it. I you guess we'll have to ask Sarah. You've been my fill-in host for other things too. It's we're lucky to have you. I'm thrilled to have you. Um, all right, let's talk. Let's start with something that's really sad. The same way we started the show today, uh, yeah. the world lost their friend this weekend. It was the tragic passing of Matthew Perry. Um, I feel like everyone, especially if you're in your 40s, if 30s, are feeling this loss so deeply, probably surprisingly so. What do you attribute that to? Well, I mean, uh, they say that Friends was one of the top maybe six watch TV shows in ever. Mm-hmm. That means people every Thursday night brought them into their house. They felt like they were actually friends with them. A lot of us grew up watching them. Yeah. You know, so I think we you feel you know him. I also think having he was I feel like he was just on our show. Yeah, that was like recently. a few months ago. Yeah. And seeing and hearing his story, that part that we don't think of when we think of him and then knowing how many times he had gotten back up again. And then, you know, he's only 54. Like, it's just life lost too soon. Yeah. And he's one of those people that I think are eternally young because of friends and yep. everything else. So it, it's really a, a, a gut punch and um, just one of the funniest Oh. actors there ever were i think he's just hysterical on um, on one of the best sitcom characters ever is Chandler ever. Bing. yeah ever um he was on the show last year and he was talking about how jennifer aniston intervened on the set of friends when he was battling his addiction and she told him he needed to get help that's such a hard thing to do i'm sure everyone runs up against that question sometimes in their lives because addiction is so prevalent have you ever had to deal with that having those kind of hard conversations with a loved one well i i have uh with someone close to me i think in a professional setting sometimes it merits saying something i've yeah. never been put in that situation um mine is private my my brother um ha- is an alcoholic and he has always sought help you know they say you can't help someone they have to help themselves yeah my brother's the example of that he every time he's gotten help he's told us after he's gone back to aa or he has 90 days under his well, belt it's such a gift that he knows where he when he needs help and can ask for it that's great yeah matthew perry actually um i asked him i don't usually ask anyone to sign anything but knowing how what addicts are up against and how hard that can be mm-hmm. you know I, I thought it probably means more coming from someone who gets it so i had matthew perry write a little note and he wrote something to my brother and said you know it's it's taking it one day at a time and good luck i'm cheering you on and things like that and so that's another reason this story hinges is yeah he's someone i i was always aware of him even before friends because he yeah. was somebody who just stood out he was, had like a recurring role on growing pains it was growing pains didn't he date the nanny no he that was kirk but uh that was mike sievert but he was uh carol's boyfriend who died in a uh, drunk driving accident in a oh very my special gosh. episode of i don't even pains. remember he was sandy it was very heartbreaking oh. even then um and i i would watch like a pilot or a series that lasted one season and but I'd always notice him, remember him. And, and so when he was on Friends, I already knew who he was. Fool's Rush In, too. Fool's Rush In is great. Yeah. That's what he said was his favorite role. I saw that the other day. Yeah. Oh, my God. Thank God, because that's one of my favorite things. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, listen, on a lighter note. Yeah. 
Halloween is tomorrow. This is a big holiday for The View. Is it a big holiday in the uh, Schifrin Haynes household? Yeah, holidays in general are big. I can't do them up to Brian and Heather Tedda level because you guys are like the gold standard of celebration. But I feel all the feelings. Um, Today we're booing people. Remember how I asked you last year? I was like, what's this booing thing? Oh, you finally caught up to booing. Yeah. Yeah. Well, generationally, you didn't grow up doing that. No, I didn't have it. It's It's a a kid thing, thing, right? So, um, some call it ghosting is the other thing, but yes, we like booing. I don't like to introduce dating terms to my children this young. Um, so we got booed over the weekend and it hit me. Oh my gosh, I have one day to do it. All right, so so for those who don't know, don't have young children, explain what booing is. So booing is, I I love booing, but what it is, is you put together a little gift. It can be anything, whether it's like pencils, erasers, it usually involves candy Mm because it's Halloween and you run up to a door of a friend and leave something there and usually it's supposed to be like you boot them if you run a lot of people don't want to be seen my family goes up as um, an ensemble and we like to hug everyone and say (laughs) hi while we're there oh you're the worst yeah so we don't like to run we want so we can't understand someone booed us yesterday that they did not reveal themselves so i'm texting all these parents alex trying to guess by chance did your you know your son just boo us this and alex like why do people run why don't they stay i was like Agreed, Alec. People should stay and hug. Okay, so in my, so I've got a twelve-year-old and a nine-year-old. So I've been through the different stages. I've yep. been through the cute, like waiting for the door to open thing. Now my kids attack like they're ninjas, and they cover their faces and they hide and they're dodging the doorbell cameras so they don't want to get seen caught on Anyone the doorbell dodging camera. Dodging my ring cam is in yeah. danger. <laughs> no, and um, and if there is, you know, you can't get my daughter to get off the couch to do anything you yeah. ask her to do. But if the doorbell rings and she thinks she's being booed, she is out the door in less than a second, running down the street. I see. I caught you trying oh to catch people. Gosh. Cars are peeling out. Yeah. I guess the parents are in on this too. It is absolutely, it's very intense. I don't want I don't want to leave my name off that. It's kind of fun. I think it's still cute. Well, the best thing that happened is uh, a couple years ago, Heather and I got boozed. I wait, I heard about this. You leave shots or little things of We had a little bottle of liquor, which was fantastic. And it was we just you've been boozed. I still don't know who sent it, but I'm very grateful. So I want to write people and warn them we're coming so they're home when we do it. So yeah. I do, and what I told Max is we should bring shots and say shots on your porch, be there in five, and then you bring them a shot, booze and boo. I think that's genius. Um, what are the kids being this year? Uh, so Alec is a dragon based on um, a Pokemon character. Mm-hmm. Sandra is Pikachu, not because she's into Pokemon, but because Alec's into Pokemon, and so are all her friends. So she said, or so are all his friends. She wants to be cute. Sure. So she's, they're still at the age where they're going to think the little sister's cute as a blow-up Pikachu. Yeah. So that's what she's doing. All right. Um, and then Caleb is a shark. Okay, that's fun. Yeah. That's fun. I like all three of those. They're very, and they're just, they, their excitement is the best part. Will you and Max go door to door? Will you dress up as well? Or? So we, you know, one, I'm a snob because having been in this, no, don't start nodding at the then. snob yeah. part. You are such a punk. Having been in this TV business in Halloween, like mm-hmm. your dream as someone who wants to get dressed up is having the best stylist, the best hair, makeup, wardrobe. Right. They work on it for weeks. I have reached reached such elite status in the things I've been able to be mm-hmm. that anything I try on my own is just going to be like, Burp. so you can't just do cat ears or witch hat or something. No. At so that what point. we do yeah. is we dress in black mm-hmm. in honor of the special day. Um, and then we enjoy everyone else. I love seeing everyone else do it. I just, I, 
I don't have the energy and I'm a perfectionist, so I could never swing that hard. Do you and Heather, you guys do, you do family costumes. We went to a, we went to a party. I used to dress up, my youngest would always want me to be something that is like related to her. She so if she you. was, if she was like a Harry Potter character, I had to be Dumbledore or uh, one time she was Darth Vader and I had to be a Jedi and things maybe like that. Maybe she's Taylor and you have to be Travis Kelsey again. Oh, maybe. Um, one time she was uh, Snow White and I had to be Dopey, which... Oh, little, I love Dopey. That's my favorite easy. one. Well, there you go. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I, I, I try to get into it, but they're getting older now, so I don't think it's uh, as much of a, a must-do. Woodward and Bernstein, pen and paper, wine and cheese. What about the perfect pairing when it comes to growing your business? That's you and Shopify. <laughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business, from the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify's there to help you grow. Whether you're delivering daily digests or serving sensational scoops, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system, wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the Internet's best converting checkout, up to 36% better compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort, thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. No matter how big you want to grow, Shopify gives you everything you need to take control and take your business to the next level. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S., and Shopify's the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's extensive help resources are there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com view, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash view now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash view. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites. This is according to a recent Indeed survey. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash view. Just go to Indeed.com slash view right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash view. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hey, I'm Andy Mitchell, a New York Times bestselling author. And I'm Sabrina Kohlberg, a morning television producer. 
We're moms of toddlers and best friends of 20 years. And we both love to talk about being parents, yes, but also pop culture. So we're combining our two interests by talking to celebrities, writers, and fellow scholars of TV and movies. Cinema, really. About what we all can learn from the fictional moms we love to watch. From ABC Audio and Good Morning America, Pop Culture Moms is out now wherever you listen to podcasts. Um, all right. Another hot topic that came up today. This is we're going to trans, we're going to transition here. Another important holiday. We didn't do it on the show today, but we almost did. It was National Text Your Ex Day. Oh yeah. Now this today was National Text Your Ex Day. This unfortunately landed on I the cutting room floor. <laughs> yeah. Um, do you text your exes? Yeah. Okay. So I was just having this conversation. Please. I have three major exes. Three. And Max is the fourth person I've loved, like really loved. There are oh, wow. four. So in August, I hung out with my first ex because mm-hmm. he's in my hometown. So whenever I go home, we were at a concert with cans of beer and it was like deja vu. Um, then the other two I was texting with last week because the one he actually recently lost his mother. And so I've checked in on him every few weeks just because I'm in touch with his sister to say, are you OK? How are you doing? And it, it is a really hard time for him. So he said, thanks for checking in on me. And the other one I've been bothering because he's never come to meet the kids. And I told him, I was like, when are you going to come? They, you know, he's the one that gave me Trixie. Yeah. And I really think Max and he would hit it off, like, conversationally. I, I got to tell you, as, as, as someone, I don't think I want to meet my ex-girlfriend's new husband and children and spend time with them. Eric would. Okay. It, Eric's the one that, like, he's the one my mom and dad are still in touch with. Well, he's on the phone now, so let's ask him. Eric. Hey! No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I could call him. That would have been awesome. No, that would have been great. Yeah. But um, he's so he's like gets a little nerdy with conversations, and I actually think if I could just slow fade out, like the Bart Simpson in the bushes, Homer, whatever. In the bushes. Yeah, get your memes right. I know. And then um, Al, uh, Max and Eric could talk. I actually think they'd have the best time. I think Eric would love to meet the kids. I mean, mm-hmm. he's the one that was much older. We were never there. None of these people ever were going to have a future with me, and that's why I think it's okay. Right. Because it's not like it's like once or twice a year. It just happened to be last week. As long as they knew they weren't going to have a future with you. They're all they're all happy. They're all, you know, one, two are married. One is um, Eric's not married, but he revolves around his daughter. I feel like spending time with your ex's children is literally like the path not traveled. And remember, he's 18 years older than me. Like These are like to see three more of me is like maybe a nightmare. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. I dodged that, you know, yeah. like they're three little clones that, but I think he, I think just knowing he's, my family all knows him, he spent holidays with us. It was just a big deal. And so now I think for him to see the kids, it would be really nice. Okay. Well, I mean, I hope that works out. <laughs> <laughs> um, I sent my wife, a, a, I sent her a note this morning saying like, hey, it's National Texture X Day. I haven't heard from anybody yet. And it's 11 o'clock. How about you? And she were back just two people. So Joe! that's, that's <laughs> like, that's nice. Um, another topic on the show today that we didn't get to um, was Halloween related. And it was a, a couple that, uh, sorry, it was two coworkers who did a couple's costume at work. And the question was, would your spouse care if you did a couple's costume with a coworker? I mean, how would you feel if Max did this? I don't care. Um, one, if you can get Max Schifrin into a costume, mm-hmm. I'll be the first one like writing the, the other person going, send me pictures now. Yeah, I think this cu- this couple went as Ken and Barbie at yeah. the office. I was a Ken and Barbie. I, I went as Barbie to Nick Lachey's Ken mm-hmm. when I was pregnant with Alec. And really? It, 
Yeah, and I used to laugh. I was like, not only am I knocked up Barbie, but this isn't even Ken's baby. That was a Today Show? I mean, no, GMA. GMA. Yeah, okay, we hosted yeah. that morning and they made us Barbie and Ken. All right. Well, I, I, I can see it. Yeah. Yeah. He, he's a Ken. Um, yeah, no, definitely. All You'd right, be so the you... only one I'd dress up with, and Max would be like, "Thank God for Brian." Yeah, that's, no. you know, he would. There, that's the thing. There's like several people here. I'd be the one who dressed up with. Yeah, and, and... the work husband runs deep. Yeah, we're not going to do that. <laughs> we're not going to do that. Um, all right. Speaking of, of Halloween, the final time tomorrow, and and it's is it just me or does Halloween just feel like it lasts forever? It, it's the longest. The I celebrating feel a hinge of, it, of the... like not like negativity in that. I think it lasts forever, and I. Okay, good. I'm. I'm a. I have a bad history with Halloween. My, Why? Something like I have like a little Halloween curse. Bad things happen around Halloween. I don't mean to be superstitious, but throughout my uh, life, like what? Well, I was in that car accident when I was dressed as a sheep. That's shoot. Yeah. That's sad. Yeah, that was bad. I, that's I, bad. I, I may have told the story on the show already, but um, I was dressed as a sheep. My date was Little Bo Peep. Horrible car accident. How is she? She was fine. Okay. She went to the dance anyway without me. Okay. Um, there were pictures in the yearbook where she was dancing with some other guy. It was a little, it was a little bit much. Unfortunate. Yeah, it was fine. It was okay. fine. Um, and and yeah, like I, I don't have the best, uh, you know. That's bet. all you have, though. No, Why th- did you let that steal Halloween? No, there were other things too. I got dumped a couple times. There's been and those uh, people haven't texted you, and it's now twelve thirty. So yeah, it's not great. It wasn't as good um, for them. Yeah, I'm not the biggest. I'm not the biggest Halloween fan. That being said, the Halloween show is, is a big amazing. deal here and amazing. Tomorrow is ours. Um, we've already taped it. I'm giving that away. Oh, I loved it. Let's just say, we don't want to tease too much, but you have a very big transformation on the show, which is kind of your calling card. You I often have a big transformation. Yeah. Let's look back at some of your past costumes. In 2016, your first Halloween at The View, you were Smurfette. I know. That was pretty good. I was so cute. You were a very cute Smurfette. Um, in 2017, the very hungry caterpillar. I was pregnant. Yes. And then I, I had a metamorphosis. Yes, to a butterfly, but uh, there were several stages of you getting there. Yes, I got to just, it was like Beyonce with an outfit change. 2021, after a small uh, stoppage in your Halloween shows, uh, we had Satine from Moulin yeah. Rouge. What I do you remember about that? from the roof. I looked beautiful, and normally I'm... <laughs> <laughs> Did you? <laughs> <laughs> well, that one, so I always FaceTime my parents while I'm being transformed. They know not to talk about it, and it's private. Yes. That was one of those years. My mom, her first words are always like, you look awful no matter what's happening. Oh, well, she's going to love tomorrow. <laughs> so, yeah, no, she did. That's the first thing she said to me when I FaceTimed them. But so that year was the first time I got positive feedback. Mm-hmm. Like, if you see the show, watch the show tomorrow and then you'll understand why I said to Max, you always want me to come home in my makeup. Wink. <laughs> He did want me to come home in the makeup after Satine, but that yeah. was one of the few times. Sure, sure. No, I agree with the, with that. Tomorrow, not so much. Um, and then 2022, one of your favorites, Moira Rose. That was a big deal for you. She's a god. Yes. We have to get her on the show. Can we? I'll work on it. Yeah, I'd love to have Catherine O'Hara. Can we also get Eugene Levy? Yes, I would love to. Can we get all of them? And I will, I will offer them all. Maybe we could do a scene with them. Yes. Well, I'm sure that won't... Okay, say Ved. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Um, all right, so tomorrow's show, big transformation. Yes. Um, uh, so fun. How too. long did the makeup take? Two, a little over two hours. Wow. All right, so that's a lot of uh, that's a lot of uh, teasing, but I think it was uh, it was a lot of fun. It was so fun. I think it was good. Um, all right, well, so tomorrow we're going to have a special episode of the podcast that's going to give you some behind the scenes of our Halloween show and give you some insight on how it all comes together with some of the people that put it together. Who, who's on? Oh, it's going to be great. We have our senior producer, Jamie Hammer, who kind of spearheads all of our big events like Halloween. 
We have Craig Vichek, who's our associate director, and we have Fran Taylor, our stylist, who's really responsible for putting the costumes together. Oh, I love this. Yeah, so it's going to be a lot of fun. So fun. Yeah. All right. Um, we'll look forward to that. Please tune in. If you liked what you've heard, please subscribe and rate us and uh, tune in tomorrow. Hey. Thank you, everybody. People who disappear without a trace. Where is she? The most notorious murder cases in New York. Pure evil. And the most devious killers. There's a Hannibal Lecter feel to him. For chilling true crime stories, follow the True Crime NYC podcast wherever you listen.